From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Documentary filmmaker Theo Moore of Opelika will return to his alma mater at Troy University next week for the screening of his film, African by Way of American, about the descendants of the last known slave ship, the Clotilda. The Clotilda sailed from West Africa with 110 enslaved Africans to Mobile in July of 1860. Theo Moore visited Africatown, established by the descendants, and he joins us today by Skype to share their story. Theo Moore, you are producer and executive director of Historical Vision Productions. You have an inspiring story to tell us today about your film and Africatown. Yes, the film is called African by Way of American that highlights the history of Africatown over the years, the origins of how they got there through the Clotilda. Um, However, the story starts highlighting a lot of uh, great things that the community was doing in regards to building their own sanctuary, a church. They built their own school. You know, they were doing great things despite the circumstances of how they arrived in the North Mobile area. So for me, I wanted to come from the approach of celebrating Black entrepreneurship, Black leadership in the community. What did you find in the survivors and their stories? It's such a rich story, but also, you know, a sad story by diving into what happened in their lives and they had siblings, they had parents. Some came from small villages, some came from larger tribes. And so they held on to those memories here in America. And for me, who identify as an African-American, that really can expound on the African part of it, to learn of a community that really knows where they're from and their lineage is rare. I'm in awe of that story. And It's a story for all of us to be particularly proud of. As I recall, the survivors of the journey wanted to go back. Mm -hmm. They actually raised the money to go back home. They just weren't allowed to go back home. The disappointing thing, some of the stories, of course, Kudjo Lewis is a story in itself. But what people don't realize is that there were some enslaved Africans that was on the border of Potilda that was actually sold upriver to Wilcox County. Wilcox County had a large population of enslaved people, and a lot of them had vivid memories of being on the Clotilda ship. And so I wanted to highlight the two women proving to be the last people that was aboard that ship, Clotilda, that was still alive. And also, there's others that came from the Clotilda ship that was part of the G's Bend community near the Camden, Alabama area. A lot of people there was also associated with the Clotilda ship as well. I think you've given us some news today. I did not realize that some of the survivors went to Wilcox County and ended up in Camden and G's Bend. Of course, the G's Bend quilters are known for those tremendous designs. Exactly. And some actually talk about their descendants being a part of that story. It lets you know it's a, it's a bigger story because, you know, only about 33 of the people that was aboard the Clotilda ship founded Africatown. It was roughly well, 110 that made it here. 
some were separated between different people that like William Foster and the mayor family and some was sold up river to Wilcox County. They were separated when they got here in many different ways. And so after abolishment in 1865, that 33 actually founded the Africatown community. As I understand it, the captain burned the ship because it was an illegal voyage in the first place. Mm -hmm. Slavery had been abolished. How did you find the Africatown descendants? How did they feel about the discovery of the remains of that ship in 2019? You know, they already knew. When when you talk about discovery, discovery for who? Because they already knew where it was. Their descendants held on to their stories, or history was a big thing, and all of the descendants knew the stories of their ancestors and how they got there and the lineage in which they came from. And so they kind of knew the area in a sense of where it could be based on or history. The location is a mystery, maybe for some, but for the Africatown community, they already kind of knew that the ship was somewhere in, in a specific area based off or history. This was validation for them. You ran across the story of a Mama Thelma Schamberger. Who was she? Mama Thelma, as the community called her, was a midwife. She was influenced by Dr. James A. Franklin, who was a physician in the area that treated the African-American community. But yeah, she was a midwife, so she basically delivered everybody in the community for the most part. She was highly regarded, not just from delivering babies, but also home remedies to ease the pain for different injuries. The community loved her and thanked her, especially during segregation. Medical treatment wasn't that accessible for people of color. They really had to depend on midwives and black doctors in the communities that do their practice in their homes sometimes. Sometimes you had to just go to the doctor's home. She was such an asset to the community and, and delivered some of the people that was actually in the film. It's just an amazing story of, of how these black communities made a way out of no way. You will be at Troy University on Monday. March the 6th, 6 p.m. at the Claudia Crosby Theater, and the public is invited. You will be presenting your film. Can you give us a preview? The film is about 45 minutes. When I actually went down to the African community and I asked for a blessing to do this small project, the community, when I asked for their blessing, they said, yes. I said, Theo, it's not about the ship. It's about the people on that ship. So they'll come down here talking about just the ship because there's so much that we have overcome and there's so many people that played a key role in making sure Africatown is still here to this day. We want to tell you about those people. Many different people that played a big role in saving and preserving and sustaining that community from school, church, you name it. And that's something to celebrate. Can you tell your listeners how to find out more about your film? And the film was made possible by a grant from the Alabama State Council on the Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. So congratulations on that. Yes. So Historical Vision Productions is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
that create short film documentaries highlighting untold history across the state of Alabama. We have done three projects so far. I'm very intentional about celebrating Black leadership, Black entrepreneurship, and Black success despite their circumstances during that time. That's what you're going to see in all three films, and they're all free and accessible on our website, historicalvp.org. We actually spell historical with a Z, so H-I-Z-T-O-R-I-C-A-L-V-P.org. Theo Moore, thank you so much for joining us today with this fascinating story about the Clotilda descendants and your film. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad you reached out. Joining us by Skype was Theo Moore of Opelika. On March 6th and 7th, he will participate in the Troy University McPherson Mitchell Lecture event in Southern History at the Claudia Crosby Theater, where his documentary film, African by Way of American, will be shown. The event is open to the public, and more information can be found at the Troy Today blog. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change.